I was paid to put on a killer show. Welcome back. And I cannot help but have a smile on my face because despite the fact that uh, neither of the other two members of the show decided to be here for the the re-premiere tonight, I, it's still very exciting, actually. So good evening, fellas. It is, of course, Thursday, October 28th, 2021, and we are doing, for the first time in a while, yet another edition of the very interesting show. So hi, how are you all doing? I am very, very excited to be back with you all uh, in the flesh. Hi. So we had a lot of stuff to get to, actually, because there were some, you know, a lot of uh, things that happened over the last, what is it, month and a half since we've done a show. Look, I wanted to have some fun tonight, and so I'm going to avoid talking about why we haven't had a show for a month and a half. Just all you have to know is that we're back, baby. Or at least I'm back. If it's me forever, so be it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll hold off on talking too much more shit than I was about to do, but... Yeah, so there was uh, a lot of stuff that happened over the last month and a half. Um, I can imagine that the reason that Justin and John are not here tonight is because they are over at Acid Attack Zach's uh, house sitting while he is on his honeymoon. And those were some stories that uh, we might not get to hear tonight because I don't want to tell them with I don't want to tell any wedding stories without them being here should they decide to even return. I don't want to tell that I don't that's kind of, you know, between us. So it's just you and me tonight, fellas. It's just you and me tonight. We're going to have a good time. So instead, by the time I knew that it was going to just be me tonight, I was scrambling these last 15 minutes to find some uh, very, very fun stories. And I want to start off with you know, a story that might be as fun or might not be as fun, depending on your opinion of Squid Games, because, of course, I mean, it is Halloween. <laughs> it's spooky. <laughs> it's scary. <laughs> so I actually uh, I debated last night, which I do want to make a side note. You can be sure that if you're following at simulation radio on all of the social medias, then you'll see only the most incriminating content that there is because uh, there's a lot of it. And I put something on there that I thought was kind of questionable. And I didn't really know whether or not that would be seen as uh, in poor taste or whether or not that would actually be kind of funny. Look, my opinion is that it's actually kind of funny. So what I did was, in fact, I'll, I'll put this up on the screen here. This is at Simulation Radio on Instagram. So please, please let me know if you thought that this was uh, distasteful or if you thought it was actually kind of funny. I'm I'm not saying that that's me. I'm not saying that that's a real email that I got from Credit Karma, but you know, I mean, it's spooky. <laughs> <Ow>! <laughs> 
Don't let that be you. So follow at Simulation Radio on everything because uh, there's a lot of stuff that has happened. And particularly, I don't know if any of you guys watched Squid Game. I say that as if like legitimately every other human being on the fucking planet did not watch Squid Game. But look, I called it. I called it as soon as we watched it. And it actually feels pretty good to have been on the on the cultural ride this time, because the last time that something major like this came out was uh, Tiger King. And I've just totally missed the boat on that one. Did not give a single fuck about Tiger King. Didn't care at all. Never ended up watching it. And I feel like kind of like I can imagine most people would feel, which is that once they've missed the boat on it, then they feel like it's a little bit too late. And A, I don't really know if it's uh, a little too late to get on the Squid Game train yet. But look, it's nearing the destination. So if you haven't watched Squid Game yet and you still want to uh, talk about it with any other human being that still kind of cares about it, then you should probably watch it uh, fairly soon because it's also it's also pretty good. I liked it. So didn't give a fuck about Tiger King, though, but we're we'll get to a story about that momentarily. And I called it when it first happened, which is that there would be a metric fuck ton of squid game costumes this Halloween season. And it turns out that I was correct because squid game Halloween costumes are causing the South Korean garment industry to uh, boom because the costumes are in such high demand. There are green made in Korea green track suits and pink jumpsuits, which are you know the little the little characters from Squid Games. I say the little characters so demeaningly, but so the green uh, the green jumpsuits that you've probably seen pictures of are the contestants in the, the Squid Games, the Squid Game. <laughs> It's like when your parents say the Facebook, you know, back before they became the only people that used Facebook. Uh, so you have the green jumpsuits and you have the pink um, you have the pink fucking other jumpsuits with the masks or whatever it was that have the fucking PlayStation shapes on them that I guess indicate the hierarchy of squid game people. But they're being made for real and they are causing South Korea's uh, slowed down garment industry, which I guess was slowed down by the pandemic, which somehow is still a thing, despite the fact that we're all over it. We don't care anymore. They're uh, they're booming. So look, all right, check this out. Actually, I do want to show you guys this. So take a look at some of these costumes. They're mass producing these costumes and they're they're selling out really quickly because of course the cultural phenomenon is going to produce Halloween costumes, especially something that came out so close to it. Like, look, it's still not too late to get on the squid game ride. So it is still not too late to watch squid game, probably enjoy it. Unless you're one of those fucking self-improvement Twitter idiots that goes, uh, this is just bad energy. Like no shit. It's bad energy. No shit. You fucking idiot. But you still have time to go watch Squid Games, enjoy it if you are into that kind of entertainment, and then go out and either buy or make a costume for it for Halloween. Look, we've got a couple of days left. I know it sounds spooky. 
<laughs> hey. There's still time. Stop laughing. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's actually it's actually pretty interesting. So, apparently, the green tracksuits or the green jumpsuits that all the contestants wear, which, you know, I mean, if you lose, then you, you fucking die. But supposedly, those come from... Uh, those are traditional track and field uniforms in Korea, which I suppose is their, uh, which is their inspiration for where it came from, which kind of makes sense. Unfortunately, though, they might be in development and they might be selling out, but a lot of school districts are actually banning them, and New York School District is one of those examples. They're banning Squid Game costumes, and I guess it kind of makes sense. Look, it's an adult... It's kind of an adult feature, technically, even though I think the only thing that's really bad in it is uh, is all the gore. People getting just fucking shot dead right in the face, execution style, just right there. It, it was kind of gruesome. Look, okay, so I'll sidebar this for a second so if uh you're watching squid games and you're watching the first episode and you think that the first episode is a little bit slow which i thought it was too just i swear to god just wait until they play the game just wait until they play the game and then you'll be hooked you'll be into it i almost almost dropped it almost thought what the fuck is this this is literally just a drama and i don't care but no watch him play the first game It'll be worth it. Trust. It's just so it's so eerie. It's the way that uh, I don't know. It, it it has psychological thriller qualities to it where it's very uh, it's very disturbing. So check it out. And look, if you're not hooked at the end of the first episode, if you're not hooked after they play the first game, then just stop watching it because you're not going to enjoy it. Principals at three elementary schools in the Fayetteville Manlius district district Manliest Manlius. Like it's not the Manlius district if if they're uh, banning Squid Game costumes. They sent emails to parents to let them know that dressing up as a character from the dystopian South Korean survival drama will not be permitted. The school cited concerns about the potential violent nature of the game and said that Squid Game was inappropriate for recess play or discussion at school. And apparently, uh, according to some other articles and according to some other reports, that there are kids, this is actually happening. So, um, Zoomers, if you're out there in the playground while you're making your little fucking TikTok videos, uh, please, please let me know how the fuck you're doing this because... I would not put it past the uh, the desensitized Sumer generation to actually play Squid Games on the playground where, you know, oh, I guess we're just going to have to bash somebody's head in because they lost the game. Uh-oh. Because of this activity, our principals wanted to make sure our families are aware that it would be inappropriate for, excuse me, for any student to wear a, to school a Halloween costume from this show because of the potential violent messages aligned with the costume. 
They also wanted families to be aware that some of our younger students are talking about and mimicking aspects of the show at school so parents and guardians would have the opportunity to speak with their children themselves about it and reinforce the school message that games associated with violent behavior are not appropriate for recess. Like, have you seen, have you seen the shit that kids are doing on the playground? I mean, I remember some of the stuff that we used to do. Oh my God. Uh, back in elementary school, which, okay. So I realized that the story that I'm about to tell is not actually anywhere near a squid games level of violence, but okay. So I guess it's just a funny story because when I was in elementary school, I don't don't know why I still remember this, but we had um, what people called, and I thought this was so cool, uh, all of the kids that were a year older than me, they all, I don't remember how I heard about it. I guess it just kind of came through the grapevine, but they played something called, hey, hey, are you, check it out. Are you going to be on the playground today? We're doing Shocktoberfest. And, you know, when you're a fucking six-year-old kid, that sounds cool as shit. And you have the FOMO from a very early age of not wanting to miss out on that. And so little kid me is thinking, oh, shit, Shocktoberfest? That, that sounds awesome. I wonder what that could be. And uh, little did you know that it was going down the fucking plastic slides that elementary schools had in the 90s, which I don't think that they've upgraded from if they even still have playgrounds but so what would happen is is you would slide down the plastic slide or the metal slide those would be even worse and your body or your hands would kind of build up all of that static electricity and so all the little kids would just just slide down that fucking slide and go try and zap everybody they'd run around just fucking zap everybody and uh that was shocktoberfest and they didn't ban that i can't see how a squid games game would be would be any more dangerous which i guess they're trying to discourage violence and not have kids watch gory stuff on tv which is gonna happen anyway so who cares (laughs) Like that's not even the worst thing. There was there was there was a sex scene in it too. So look, it's not just violence. You have to keep them away from that too. <laughs> speaking of which, speaking of which, oh boy, look at this story. Activists are holding a march, and of course, like all activists do, they want to stop the shaming of something. Now, most of the time. And by most of the time, I mean very a very little percentage of, of the time, activists are fighting for real things rather than just going out to uh, complain about something that they don't really have any power to change or are um, just kind of insufferable people. But I'm not saying that this is a cause worthy of activism that you're about to hear, but just follow follow me on this one activists are holding a small dong march to end the shaming of tiny penises which i'll stop there i'll let you fill in the blanks and uh all all i can hope for is now the first article or the first sentence 
of the article. And this is almost New York Post level. This is almost New York Post level of pun here, which is it's not the size of the protest. It's what you do with it. All right, I will allow you to have this one. You're allowed? You're allowed, I suppose. Dozens of men. Look, look at this picture here. This doesn't look like this looks like a little bit more than dozens of men. And they're, they must all be outing themselves. And I guess these women are also outing themselves, too, as also having small dongs. Oh boy. All right, let's let's watch this video. You know, if if it even plays. I got to see the small dong march. Why come on, news off fucking Australia. <laughs> Protesters have gathered to end the shaming of tiny penises. No, I'm trying to continue watching the small dong march. I mean, I know I can't see it in there. It's kind of it's kind of tiny, but that's all I wanted. I guess it was too much. The demonstration took place in Los Angeles and was organized by YouTube stars Chad and JT. And I guess that goes to show you the state of my knowledge of YouTube stars, which is that, A, zero fucking idea who Chad and JT are besides, you know, the Chad. There can only be one Chad, and I doubt it's a YouTube star. Some people are embarrassed to show up, said the organizers. If you have a small dong, the truth will come out. So own that truth. You want the truth? You can't handle the truth. <laughs> My God, the way that they're trying to market this is just absolutely insane. A, I mean, you're kind of a damned if you do and damned if you don't, which is that if you go, sure, you're uh you're raising awareness for your cause but you're also outing yourself in a uh, very particular way end small dong shame oh my god all right look at look at these pictures people look at this jesus had a small dong all dongs are equal and he's wearing a hot dog costume look buddy that is not the thing to wear, because if you're wearing a hot dog costume, the hot dog is way, way bigger than your micro penis. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right. And look at this. All dongs go to heaven. It takes real balls to march in this protest. Oh, my God. My dong is not a choking hazard. You know, let me let me zoom in and I can make these a little bit bigger. Keep small and carry dong up. Uh, that looks looks like it came directly from Reddit. Ha ha ha. There's nothing wrong with a small dong. Look, okay, so going back to the all dongs are equal sign. Um, that is untrue. Absolutely untrue. Actually, it could be, I guess. Look, uh the old adage is correct. It's not what you have. It's how you use it. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. All right. All right. All right. That's enough of that. Oh, I guess uh, this article is trying to compensate. Australia News. News Australia, whatever the fuck you are. They're trying to compensate 
by saying last year and only by survey found that the biggest earners tend to have the smallest penises. So look, they're just trying to make you feel better about being small. And they're just trying to tell you that, look, even though you're small, you uh, probably make a lot of money. So. Guess I must be rich. When we come back. Mark Zuckerberg is trying to be a human again. Look, we get it. We know he's a lizard person and or a robot. Probably a little bit of both. Probably a robot lizard. But Mark Zuckerberg is throwing little hints in there. And there was an announcement from Facebook today about the renaming of their company. And Mark Zuckerberg got caught with something in the background that he's trying to use to make him look like a human. But you know what? I'm not falling for it. You're not falling for it because I'm going to tell you about what it is. And we will get to that when we come back. Simulation Radio. Simulation Radio. I want to be the very best like no one ever was. To catch them is my real test. Yeah, well, there was a hundred of them to catch, actually. Now, I know that I promised uh, a few stories before we went to break, but there was one that I saw just while I was standing outside, just catching my breath, trying to calm down a little bit. Because, look, believe it or not, I actually am... I was nervous. I had the pre-show jitters before tonight's show. Like, it's been a while, and... The thing is, I, I've been doing this for uh, so long now. God, so long. Three years feels like so long. Does it really? Does three years feel like a long time to you guys? Maybe as you get older, that's just kind of how it goes. But oh, shit, three years. It feels like a long time, but at the same time, it really doesn't. But I do get the pre-show jitter still. And... Uh, some days they're easier to make go away, but today was today was a rough one. But it seems like it's still been a fun a fun show so far, nonetheless. Because oh, and it's about to get even better. Because check this out, and of course, one of the main characters in this story is Sheriff Grady Judd because he's the Polk County uh, he's the Polk County Sheriff, and whenever he gives a press conference. It is always juicy. No matter what side of the political fence that you happen to be on, uh, Chef, <laughs> not Chef, uh, Sheriff. <laughs> uh, Sheriff Grady Judd, that's what I meant. Um, he recently nabbed a child predator who wanted to cuddle with a Pikachu toy among, who, who was among, uh, he was among a hundred other people that were part of this human trafficking sting. And the thing that was the most uh, interesting piece of audio that came out of this was she Sheriff. Caught myself this time. I caught myself this time. Sheriff Grady Judd. He uh, had a very interesting prop 
that was related to our our rejoin tonight. Look, there's plenty of Pokemon. There's plenty of child predators that are out there to be nabbed. But there is uh, one prop that Grady Judge just really had to have. Then there's Pikachu. I'll show this to you guys. No, we didn't arrest him. Pikachu. But Pikachu, you see, oh, is shit, a co-conspirator, yes, not a willing co-conspirator. Because the next guy that I'm going to introduce you to, as he's grooming this child, makes the This statement. comes from Breaking 911. We want to cuddle with Pikachu and have sex in the back of the car. Cuddle Did you hear what Pikachu. I said? Well, I talked to Pikachu. He confessed. He turned state's evidence and said, dude, I had nothing to do with this program. He just bought me off the shelf someplace. Pikachu doesn't like Wow. You know, if you play Pokemon, no, he doesn't familiar like this. with that, it's something like, got to catch them all. Uh, all right, let me pause this for a second. This, lo- this woman over here on the right, God, I wish I could, I could, I had the wherewithal to add my camera to the screen. But, okay, so this woman on the left here, she does not look impressed. It's, it's almost as if she doesn't even know what the fuck a Pikachu is. Which, to be fair, neither do I. I didn't know that a Pikachu was a thing. That's kind of that. That's almost how Justin says it too. Look, I swear to God, if he were, I'm gonna show him this. It, I'm gonna show him Sheriff Grady Judd. I'm gonna show him this clip because this is exactly how he says Pikachu, Pikachu. It's Pikachu for God's sake. It's it's almost like you're doing it on purpose. Well, our detectives from the sheriff's office. You know it's Pikachu. I don't know that. Well, actually, Sheriff Grady Judd might not, but let's hear him out. We caught them all, but we caught a bunch of them, didn't we? Yes, we did. Who's our guy who wants to cuddle with Pikachu and have sex with children? (laughs) Theodore. (laughs) (laughs) The guy's too funny. Like, look, say what you want about him. Say that he's a fucking conspiracy theorist or whatever the hell it is that you're that you people on social media are saying about him whenever he goes viral, but he's fucking hilarious. Or E. Jones. Theodore Jones. years of age. He's either from Kissimmee or Satellite Beach. We found address... Kissimmee or Satellite Beach? Aren't they fairly far apart? Like, look, let's check out a map here. Florida map. No, not fucking Florida Mall. I don't... Alright, so... Fortunately, I have a... Okay, here's Kissimmee. Now, where is Satellite Beach? Let's check this out. Either Florida or Satellite Beach. You know, I knew Satellite Beach was over here, too, and I don't know why I had to look it up. See, that's... That's a very long distance. So he's either here or he's here, and... What? Like... He could be anywhere in between. Maybe St. Cloud. You know, this guy looks like a St. Cloud guy. And trust me, I know St. Cloud. Then there's Pikachu. No, we didn't arrest him. But Pikachu, you see, is a co-conspirator, not a willing co-conspirator. 
because the next guy that I'm going to introduce willing, you to, but not willing. as he's grooming this child, makes the statement, we want to cuddle with Pikachu. He's Pikachu. He's look, Pikachu still has the fucking price tag. Also, he's wearing the party hat that I think is one of his costumes in Smash Brothers, but I'm not entirely sure. Also, it kind of looks like he has a mustache. And have sex in the back of the car. Did you hear what I said? Well, I talked to Pikachu. Jesus. He confessed. He turned state's evidence and said, dude, I had nothing to do with this pervert. He just bought me off the shelf someplace. Ah, so Pikachu talked to you. No, I'm sorry, Pikachu. So Pikachu, he talked to you. uh, He communicated telepathically to you. Which, by the way, all right, so this officer right here on the right, as you can see in the video, uh, he looks like he's having a good time, too. He looks like uh, him and Sheriff. I should just stop calling him Sheriff and just say Grady Judd, right? So him and Sheriff Grady Judd, I guess I'm not going to do it, seems like they're kind of on the same wavelength here, right? Because look, they both look like they're getting some sort of level of amusement out of this. How can they not? I mean, he's Grady Judd is probably getting either. He's just either having a great time or he's dead ass, like psychopath serious. And he really thinks that this is the most effective way to deliver his message. Still can't read the officer behind me or or this woman yet. Pikachu doesn't like this. You know, if you play Pokemon or you're familiar with I that, think she looks like this. It's stupid something too. like got to catch them all. Got to catch them all. Got to catch them all. It's like the Facebook again. You got to catch them all. Look, I, I don't want to have to play the song again so that we could compare this, but it's clearly not that. Well, our detectives from the sheriff's office and the police departments. I don't know that we caught them all, but we caught a bunch of them, didn't we? Yes, we did. (laughs) Now he's talking for it, and it's using the same exact voice as him. It's, It's like he's just blatantly acknowledging that he doesn't give a fuck about the fact that he has to put on a performance here. Like, look, Grady Judd, if you really want to convince people, if you really want to just get it out there completely i i think you've got to do this the squeaky pikachu voice i think you've got to you got to do it maybe you might even have to go so far as uh uh using his own name and just going pika pika or whatever the fuck that is obviously no don't don't take that do not use that against me but you i think you have to do something like that otherwise it's it turns into this Who's our guy who wants to cuddle with Pikachu and have sex with children? Theodore. <laughs> I was so amused that it just looped back and I was amused by it again. <laughs> that it, This is just so funny. <laughs> and that guy really does look like a creep, too. So don't mind me. I'm only... Uh, I'm only mildly amused by this. So apparently this operation was called No Tricks, No Treats, and it started on October 20th. And uh, during this operation, I thought it was a, I thought it was 
100, but I guess 61 suspects were arrested for allegedly soliciting a prostitute while two men were charged for having sexual conversations with children that ended up being undercover agents. So they got some people on prostitution. They got some people on, uh, you know, just wanting to diddle children. But look, Pikachu told Grady Judd about this. So... Oh, man. I guess he gave another uh, interesting comment. He said the guy has five brain cells. Three of them aren't working. Okay, that one's pretty good. Like, that one... Bravo! That's actually a good joke. Like, I... He's got some kind of comedic chops. All right. I My official call after analyzing the video and, you know, just from what I've heard of most of Grady Judd's press conferences, I think he is very aware of how funny he is. And I think he definitely, definitely uses that to to his advantage somewhat but look that doesn't stop people from hating him because i guess he also says some very outlandish things <laughs> oh man this is the man that he was talking about in the video here theodore jones he was age 27 grady judd said he was 28 lie or more likely the the journalist kind of just got something wrong here he allegedly talked online with an undercover agent who thought he was a 13-year-old girl. Police said Jones sent the girl nude photos and discussed taking her virginity. No, look, not at that age, buddy, and not at that appearance. <laughs> My God. All right. This this is just gross. I, I thought that... Uh, I, I just thought that Grady Judd was funny. <laughs> all right so mark zuckerberg is the owner of facebook obviously which you know now that company is called something else and that's exactly what i want to talk about now there were runnings out there I, there were some social media posts that uh or not multiple social media posts i think there was one poll that a website did that gave you like betting odds on what uh, the company Facebook's new name would be, which obviously that doesn't mean that, you know, Facebook, the website itself would be changing its name. All it means is that uh, the parent company, kind of like how Alphabet is the parent company of Google, all it would change is that name. And Facebook made their decision today, and they've decided to call it Meta. Which, I mean, I, I don't know exactly what what the odds were on some of those betting betting sites for that name. But Mark Zuckerberg posted a kind of like an introductory video. We're not going to watch any of it, by the way, because it's a fucking hour and a half long. And I'm, I'm not watching the whole keynote speech. I barely even want to watch Mark, want to watch Mark Zuckerberg for one minute, let alone one hour and 30 of those minutes. So no, however, look at this. I have a mystery. I have a mystery for you guys out there, which is that I want to know whether or not you think that Mark Zuckerberg does any sort of real cooking or uh, more specifically barbecuing because 
I think he did this on purpose. And of course, most people on social media also think that this was on purpose. And I will show you this because look, Mark Zuckerberg has placed a sweet baby Ray's bottle of barbecue sauce on his doorstop or not doorstop, like the, the fucking shelf to his bookshelf. That looks like a weird ass bookshelf that, uh, just why I don't know I know it's not obviously a bookshelf but it's weird so he left it there and it's causing a lot of stir it for one it's giving off the impression that uh the funniest thing that I saw on social media about this was that Mark Zuckerberg does not know that that is used to be put on food which, I mean, makes sense. Like, what the fuck is it doing there? Like, it's literally it's being used as a stopper from books, like, falling over. And if you see right here, too, look at these books are standing up just fine without Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce holding it in place. I think it's doing okay. Look, see, look, standing books, another side of standing books uh, all right, these books are on the side, so they don't count. But why does this set of books need Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce to hold it up? I'm, I'm a little confused about that. That's all I'm saying is I would really like to know the answer to this. And I don't think we're going to get it. <laughs> so that's what the Facebook company's name is. They've decided to name themselves Meta. God, this founder's letter is ridiculously long too of course it's signed by mark zuckerberg at the end oh no look mark zuckerberg you've got too much you've got too much of it out there so all right there's one more story that i want to talk about actually which is that obviously at this point it's been long enough and we have all heard about the Alec Baldwin story, right? About the accidentally just uh oh I had a hot a hot gun, which is the official terminology of a loaded and ready to fire firearm on the movie set. And what happened was uh, he was on the set of Rust and uh he is given a live weapon from an armorer, and you know, next thing you know, he's practicing for a scene actually according to this story so what he was doing was he was reaching in to his holster and he was like practicing this specific technique to draw the gun from his holster and he was practicing it for a scene and supposedly uh i'm not sure if he knew this before he was playing with it or not but uh he did make plenty of comments about how he was very surprised to have had a hot gun on the set but now uh, we have information about this rookie armorer, and she's apparently a very young girl. She's a 24-year-old girl. Uh, her name is Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, and she was the armorer responsible for the weapons. Now, supposedly, uh, what happened is they thought that there was precedent of her doing these kinds of things because she also did it on another movie with Nicolas Cage, uh, which was, I believe it was the old way. It says, yeah. So that was the movie that that Nicolas Cage was just 
he was handed a live weapon and Nicolas Cage freaked the fuck out at her and said uh, something along the lines of, uh, oh, yeah, here it is right here. Make an announcement. You just blew my fucking eardrums out, according to Nicolas Cage, to this woman who supposedly has a uh, she paid her friend fifty thousand dollars or the insurance company had to pay it because they had to give an interview because they are they're doing some investigations or they had to conduct an interview because obviously they're doing investigation into everything that's going on with all that shit and the insurance company is the first people that I'm sure want to know about what happened here because they're paying out a metric fuck ton of money and they also did $50,000 a while ago because in August of 2020 there was this uh this accident involving a guy that was killed which was a friend of the armorer's boyfriend of Gutierrez Reed's boyfriend. I'm not going to say their their names because you know I was about to say something really, really cruel, but I'm just going to skip past that. So what happened was is the boyfriend killed this other guy and they had to have been given a settlement of, or they had to give a settlement. The insurance company did of $50,000. And apparently uh, the boyfriend was on probation for a DUI at the time of the, of the crash. Now, obviously that leads to the question of like, how does that really matter here? But it kind of shows a pattern of this armorer's life being a fucking disaster because they were both drunk uh, at the, or let's see. Yeah. The boyfriend was also on probation for DUI and only allowed to operate vehicles with a breathalyzer, which was not on the gate, which was not uh, on the armorer's motorcycle. Hannah Gutierrez Reed. Now, they both each walked away with uh, fifteen thousand dollars. The the victims. Now that goes to show, I think the pattern of kind of her. Uh, TMZ said dangerous gun handling, but you know it, I would call it more negligent. I think it does kind of show a pattern of that though. Like if she's making irresponsible decisions in her life, then she's also probably making some irresponsible decisions on the set too. I don't think that's entirely unreasonable to say, at least from an intellectually honest standpoint. Plus, uh, I don't know. It, I think it just makes sense. I mean, if, Imagine what would have happened if Nicolas Cage did not freak out on this and actually did the thing that Alec Baldwin did, which was shot the gun. This could have happened two years ago when this this other movie happened. I don't know. That could have been a whole different world. And so Alec Baldwin is generally kind of being decided as being not at fault here. So obviously he's... He's also kind of a dick and, you know, everybody that's memeing on him right now, he probably, no, he just killed a guy. I don't want to say he deserves it, but the memes are definitely funny. Look, I can still kind of have respect for the dead people whilst still thinking that 
the situation, at least from when it comes to shitting on Alec Baldwin, at least how the situation is a little bit funny. Look, both of those things can happen at the same time. All right, there's one more thing that I want to get to that might be potentially the last thing that we have time to get to. Or not. We'll see. So I want uh, to listen to to this with you guys for the first time. Now, obviously, uh, we are well within the heyday of football season. Yeah, people are out there throwing balls, uh, catching them, and kicking them. And let's see, what else are what else are people doing with footballs? Uh, I think that's just about it. Probably hitting them out of other people's arms if you're trying to trying to get the fump, get the fumble. But there was a moment that was caught in a game on. Uh, God, I'm not sure if this was Monday Night Football. It looks like it's Red Zone that's playing here. So this probably, I would guess, is on Sunday. So this was a game between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Green Bay Packers. And obviously it looks like in the fourth quarter, not sure if the Packers ended up winning that, but the commentators made a joke that people thought was surprising to have made it to live TV. And it's it's a weed joke oh my god oh my god all right we're yeah oh my god there it is i'm curious uh is this actually that dramatic well let's see listen to me rogers ties another great this pass to randall cobb it ties dan marino all-time touchdown pass list number 420 and he's smoking the Steelers defense right now. They're oh, up. that's it? Really? Is that it? Obviously, okay. So I've made this mistake before. I would show you guys this video, but A, we're listening for the audio, and B, I don't think it's particularly relevant. And C, uh, I've gotten nuked the fuck out of oblivion by the algorithm for like restreaming other YouTube videos. So I'm sorry, I I can't, but let's listen to it with me again, because you probably heard the joke and it didn't, it seemed kind of tame still. I don't know. I think this is just a byproduct of, you know, society changing. Obviously, this joke would have been maybe a little bit risque for live TV like 20 years ago maybe even 30 years ago at this point. But nowadays, look, weed is just so ingrained into our culture that I I really don't think that this is that this is that edgy of a joke. Let's let's play it again. For 420 and he's smoking the Steelers defense right now. They're up 27 to 10. Back to Andrew James. That, and I don't, he might not even meant it. He might not even even have meant it that way. I don't know. I Look, okay, so I think, you know, I'm going to I'm going to do that thing that you're not really supposed to do for a joke, which is correct the joke and make it better. So, all right, listen to this. All-time touchdown pass list. All right, hold on. It's coming. It's coming. 20, and he's smoking the Steelers defense right now. They're up. He's smoking. No, you have to say you have to make it some sort of blazing it reference. Like he's blazing it right now or he's uh uh or he I don't know. Fuck it. That's pretty much the only other thing that it could have been. 
you know, may, maybe they can redeem themselves. And maybe I like missed the whole point by not watching all of the video. 27 to 10. Possibly. Back to Andrew, James, and Amanda. Okay, Nate, see what you did there. 17 to 7. Ah, uh, see what you did there. All right. Maybe that little acknowledgement kind of, uh, maybe that little acknowledgement makes it work. It's the, no, no, it was still bad. It was still really fucking bad. Trust. See what you did there. 17 to 7. See what you did there. I, you know, I guess to be fair, all of the boomers that don't are kind of out of touch with reality like they have been for the last 10 or 20 years, at least, and yet still have power, all of it, and yet they would probably not get this, right? They would not understand this joke at all, or maybe they would. I, you know, a couple of them are kind of turning around. So uh, maybe more than I would think. I'm I'm willing to be wrong on this, but boomers probably wouldn't wouldn't have understood it anyway, right? I don't know. We'll see. You know, I I do have time for. Uh... Oh, okay. So I saw this finally. We'll we're gonna wrap this show up with this. Look. I didn't want to talk all that much about the show tonight. I just kind of wanted to show up and show up and have fun and do it again next week and the week after. And that's all I want to think of it of as words right now. But so uh, I hope that I guess I'll have to I guess I'll do a proper outro. Fine, fine, fine. Actually, you know what? No, let's let's watch this video first, real quick. I'll I'll let the show go on a little bit long. Okay, so this uh, this guy, this is an interview on British radio that uh, it's part of the the talk radio breakfast show, and there's this guy on there who he's one of the hosts, I believe, and he looks kind of like he sounds and you'll see what i mean in just a moment here but uh this video is very funny because he says something that just absolutely does not make sense at all and to be fair i also don't agree with the other guy which is so insulate britain is this uh this climate change protest that's going on in Britain, which obviously they realized that, you know, they couldn't just absolutely scare everybody to death and get people to care about global warming. Like, look, man-made climate change is definitely a problem, but it is nowhere near as bad or as urgent of a problem as uh, the the hyper-activists make it out to be. Now, obviously, we should be doing better where we can in environmental related things but uh it can get a little ridiculous sometimes sometimes and so i disagree with the insulate britain spokesperson that's speaking in this video who's actually the guest here and is not the host i disagree with their general point of view but he's actually uh correct in this video and he's making the anti like the 
the anti-insulate Britain person, which is the host of the show, look like an idiot. And it kind of works here, actually. And I'll play this for you in just a moment so that you can hear this. It's a 57-second long clip. But he uh, he just looks kind of idiotic. And he's he's definitely a caricature figure of the establishment in this video. He just kind of, he sounds like an out-of-touch boomer. Morning, Mike. Oh, hello. I want you glued to, Cameron. I wonder if uh, I can watch this screen, without getting fucked. Unfortunately, what do you do for a living, well, Cameron? Probably not. Just listen I'm to it. Here, I'll start it over. Morning, Mike. Oh, hello. I want you glued to, host. Cameron. Uh, just your screen, unfortunately. Unfortunately. What uh, do you do for a living, well, Cameron? Nice jab. I'm a carpenter. Hey, that's me. Carpenter, right. So how safe Ew. is that for the climate? No, it's not. Well, I work with timber, which is a much more sustainable material rather than concrete. I also but you work with trees off. that have been cut down then, don't you? It's a sustainable building practice. How is it sustainable if you're killing trees? Because it's regenerative. You can grow trees. Right. Well, you, yeah. can, you can grow all sorts of things, can't you? He's well, you can't grow concrete. You can. <sighs> okay, let's... All right, listen to that again. And let me know if that if this makes any sort of sense to you guys at all. All right, let's hear this interact because you you almost have to hear it again to get the full picture. Generative, you can grow trees, right? Well, you can you can grow all sorts of things, can't you? Yes, you can well, you regrow can't trees. Grow concrete, you can. You can't regrow concrete. Yeah, you can. In what fucking world can you regrow concrete, buddy? He looks he looks lost. He, see, see, he's Cameron. sitting there in silence. That was Cameron. Uh, he grows trees and then cuts them down and then makes things from them. Brilliant. Marvelous. Sounds sounds reasonable know. to me, honestly. So apparently this guy that went on there was a carpenter who just so happens to uh, be a member of Insulate Britain. And he was questioned by the host here about you know isn't what you're doing counterproductive to you know insulate britain and fighting climate trees and keeping all the trees up and the other guy goes no well i i built stuff with them which is fair i you you can do that that's kind of what carpentry is you're still 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 cutting down trees though but then the host goes uh you or some kind of re relation was made to concrete. And the host goes, yeah, you can grow concrete. Like, no, no, I don't think that's how that's how nature works. I don't think God intended for uh, concrete to sprout out of the ground naturally. Maybe that's just me, though. Maybe that's, that's just uh, just my read on things. All right, that should just about do it. For me today look surprisingly enough uh despite the fact that i was not anticipating being by myself today i still i still had a lot of fun actually and i hope that whoever is watching this maybe around or on or before or or even after to the halloween time uh that you're having a great existence that's i hope for the best for everybody that hears this and with that in mind 
I will be back next week. Maybe, maybe we will be back next week. I, I don't know at this point. Look, the show will be going through some some uh, major changes fairly soon with stuff that I would guess that we'll be talking about either on the next Patreon show, which I hope to get soon. If anybody was fucking here tonight, or uh, maybe this weekend, we will do one. Actually, I doubt it because they're going to a concert. It is really hard to do stuff in public uh, when you're not drinking or doing drugs. And so I will uh, be in here doing the show for a while. <laughs> Look, this is my version of fun, so I will have it. Anyway, uh, I'll be back next week. Maybe we'll be back next week. Try and record a Patreon show. Fucking God knows when. I'm sorry, Patreon subscribers. I will make it up to you in some way trust trust speaking of which uh when the new tf2 set comes out next week we're playing the fuck out of it on stream anyway i love you all thank you all for listening uh whether live or not it is at simulation radio on everything on all socials uh more posts and things on them soon and fun. Yeah, anyway, bye. That's it. I'm out of here.